0: From WAB News, you're listening to The Outlet, where campus meets community. I'm Beth Greenman.
1: And I'm Ethan Sands. Each week on The Outlet, we bring you stories from the Athens and Ohio University communities.
0: This week on The Outlet, hear about a recent cultural night.
2: It's actually like the soul of most African students here, because you hardly get this opportunity to meet with fellow
1: African students. And learn about the issues of local elections.
0: Those stories coming up right here on The Outlet.
1: The Ohio University African Student Union is celebrating a recent success. The group's annual African Night was sold out and featured a variety of facets of different African cultures. With more on the story, here is the outlet's Zach DPR. African Night
2: African Night is an annual event at Ohio University. It's about celebrating all parts of different African cultures, from the language, to the food, to everything in between. This year, each table was set up as a different African country. This year, each table was set up as a different African country. The hosts played interactive games with each table. After some dances and a fashion show, food from different countries of Africa was served. It was all organized by Ohio University's African Student Union. The ASU is a group on campus dedicated to educating others about African culture. It is comprised of African or Africanist students that went to bring African culture to campus. An Africanist is someone who specializes in African studies. According to its president, Omaru Balerab Abadulie, planning for the event was no easy task. It took months to prepare.
1: Uh, So, honestly, this event, we started the organization from summer. We we all have been away from Athens in summer, but we we kept in touch through Zoom. And so it really took us uh, more than a semester to start to plan this event.
2: All that planning paid off. According to Omaru, the event sold out.
1: We are so amazed this year, really. We we, we, we planned for two hundred and fifty people. We are sold out since yesterday. We literally have more than I don't know how many people who are really who really wants to buy ticket and come in. And that means that they really know that we put together a good event and they really wanna come and experience Africa and African culture.
2: And then for those of you who don't stay, I hope that
3: you do stay because
2: again Athens Mayor Steve Patterson was there to show his support for these tributes he gave a keynote address about ASU's importance to the Ohio University and Athens community. Everyone realizes at the end of the day, you know, we all come from the same fabric. It's just that we might come from different locations. Those moments where we all get together and learn from each other, as I mentioned earlier tonight, you know, what, what the African culture does to Athens, Athens County and southeastern Ohio, is it enriches us in our lives. The event required the help of lots of volunteers. The MC of the event, Yao Awoye, was one of those volunteers. Yao says he was initially hesitant, but got on board once he realized how he can be a part of something bigger than himself. Um, I realized it was an opportunity for me, after careful thought, to do something for Africa, especially on a foreign soil. It's actually like the soul of most African students here, because you hardly get this opportunity to meet with fellow African students. But then this program, this activity has given us that opportunity to meet, to get to know ourselves, and to enjoy a good time together as Africans. So it's, it's actually the soul, like I say. I wish this could continue. The ASU does have plans to organize the event again for next year. Reporting for the outlet, I'm Zach DiPior.
0: There are plenty of candidates running to be city council members at large for Athens. WOUB reporter Ben Schwartz sat down with five of them to discuss what they would bring to the position.
3: Peter Kotsis and Patrick McGee have held at-large city council seats for the past two terms. They both cite their professions outside of local government as a reason they fit in well. That business owner I think is key because nobody else uh, on council has ever had employees or looked at a profit and loss uh, statement from a, from a business aspect. So I think it's when we get into those conversations, I think it's important to have that voice there. <clears throat>
1: okay. Well, I, I noticed that I'm the one that's able to ask the questions and um, I find that as my experience as a, a lawyer, I can basically see when somebody is stonewalling me. Uh, that's an important thing because a lot of people come up here and advocate issues that never actually tell you what it's going to cost or who's going to pay for it or what the benefit is going to be and who's going to benefit from it. So I mean those are the questions you have to ask and you have to dig.
3: And along with Katsas and McGee, Sarah Grace is finishing up her first term as an at-large council member. Grace says her biggest strength on council is her ability to think in the long term.
2: One of the important things I bring to council and that I've I've tried to um, really pay attention to is Is carefully thinking about the long term impact of anything that's brought before us. So, and that's thinking about unintended consequences, uh, thinking about long term health, sustainability, um, and making sure I keep in mind. The, the different and varied populations.
3: And attempting to win a seat for themselves, however, are a number of first-time candidates. Ellie Hamrick is a self-proclaimed revolutionary socialist and says she's running in support of the working class.
1: Well, I first decided to run because I am angry that Democrats have been in office here in Athens with virtually no opposition for decades, Um, literally the entire lifespan of most uh, college students. um, The Democrats have held power here in Athens with no more than one non-Democrat in office at any time. Um, so with de- they can't go to the democrats like usual excuse of oh, we would love to do all these great things but the republicans are stopping us. There's no republicans to stop them here and they've still chosen not to support um, advancement for the working class.
3: And first time candidate Beth Felter says her main focus would be to help women at OU and the surrounding area. Over 30 women told me that they would like it if the city of Athens would improve lighting in areas of town that are not very well lit. So I immediately said okay, I think I'm going to run to make that happen, and that is now one of my platform planks is getting better lighting in dark places in the city to keep all of our citizens safer, especially the female college students. Chris Monday, the remaining at-large candidate, was unable to meet with us before tonight's show.
1: That's it for our show this week. Thanks for joining us.
0: The outlet is co-produced this week by me, Beth Greenman, and Ethan Sands.
1: We are edited by Atis Bija, Susan Tebbin, and Allison Hunter.
0: Adam Rich is our technical assistant, and our theme music is performed by Ryan Gabos.
1: Subscribe to The Outlet on SoundCloud and iTunes or find us online at woub.org. You can also follow us on Twitter at outlet underscore woub and on Instagram at woub underscore outlet. We'll be back next week with more stories from the Athens and Ohio University communities.
0: Thank you for listening and see you next week.